Juggling motherhood and modern day life can be stressful and relentless, but it doesn't need to be this way. The Joy of Being podcast is the answer to maternal mental health, bringing sustainable relief and calm to hardworking mums everywhere so that you your family and work can thrive. My name's Marina Pearson and I'm your host, transformational coach and mum who loves to interview business owners, transformational professionals and creatives to have insightful conversations about what it takes to really live a life that is thriving, fulfilling and full of joy. So in the next coming weeks, I have decided to launch a coronavirus series in which I'll be bringing on amazing guests to talk about these uncertain times and how even in uncertainty, there can be an amazing opportunity for us to thrive. Now, that may sound weird, especially if you're seeing markets tumble, especially if you've got people around you that are suffering because of the the virus, uh, and maybe even if because you are scared of your business coming to a halt. Whatever it is, the fears that you have and the panic that you may be feeling, then this series is going to really help with that. I felt really compelled to bring this into uh, my awareness, but also into the awareness of you, the listener. So with that in mind, I'm super excited to be launching this series and for us to create a different conversation to the one that's being had in the media. Not to say that this isn't important, not to say that we're not entering into difficult times, but to say that there is and there are other ways of viewing it other than the panic and the fear that's being brought to the table. So if you are feeling that and you know, you're, you are being affected by the coronavirus through your business, through your finances, through your health, then these are going to be incredible conversations to be tuning into. And if you know of anybody in that situation, then please, please, please do share the episodes with them. Enjoy. So on today's show, I have invited Sebastian Bates, the founder of Warrior Academy. Warrior Academy is an academy that uh, teaches young children to teens the art of martial arts to bring about their confidence and to create grounded human beings. And when I saw his posts about what was going on for him and seeing that he would have to lock, shut down all of his dojos in the UK, shut down all of his dojos in Dubai... But what he then did was astounding. Uh, he had to turn his business around in pretty much two weeks and has done an incredible job. So I wanted to bring him on as an example of the resilience that we have as human beings, but also the capacity that we have to create something new when the old isn't working anymore and how resourceful we can become when we have restrictions. So if you are struggling, if you are struggling with ideas, if you are struggling with the creativity, if you're you're just really scared of how things aren't working for you or how things will be, then this is going to be an amazing episode for you. Enjoy. So welcome everybody. On today's show, I have Sebastian Bates. Sebastian is somebody who is part of my community of the KPI, which is a key person of influence. And I've just been incredibly amazed about what he's managed to do in just such a short amount of time. Um, he will, he's here to share his story about what's happened to his business during this whole coronavirus situation. But it's such a testament to our creativity, to our resilience, to uh, the capacity that we have as human beings to see opportunity where um, when we are calm and focused um, and not 
stressed to the eyeballs and worried and panicked um, because opportunity is always there and the solution is always there, but we just don't necessarily see it. So anyway, I wanted to bring Sebastian on to talk about his story and to share what he's done and how he's pivoted and reinvented himself and the, and the business. Very relevant because it is uh, working with kids. So welcome, Sebastian. Thank you so much for having me. Just such a pleasure. So Sebastian, tell me where you were uh, before all this happened. Um, <laughs> so I was actually, I guess I was in Johannesburg. I was on a, a course with the, break, the Breakthrough Experience. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I used to be a Demartini facilitator. <laughs> oh, really? No way. I'm amazing. So this all kicked off in the morning when I started the, the Breakthrough Experience. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You could say it's it's the worst timing, or you could say it's the best timing, right? I mean, who better to mentor you through uh, <laughs> the complete change in your life? I mean, boom, you know. So um, so it was quite hard for me to concentrate on the on the content, but you know, I kind of I kind of use that as as a way to manage it all. Um, so essentially, you know, we're talking end of February, beginning of March. This was this was um, in Dubai, the, the you know where, where it hit first for us. Um, government uh, wanted to shut down our, gl- our clubs. We had about 40 clubs in Dubai, um, over 500 students, um, and a team here managing it all. So, um, Sebastian, what is it that your clubs do? Yeah, cool. So, so I'm the founder of the Warrior Academy. Um, the Warrior Academy is a martial arts organization that specializes in character development. So what that means is uh, we work with parents and families uh, to make radical changes in a child's confidence, conduct, and concentration so they grow up to live a happy and successful life as an adult. And um, so we, we deliver through uh, clubs and classes across the UK and Dubai. Uh, we've got about a thousand students in the UK and about 500 or so here in Dubai. Wow. So there you were with all of these clubs. Yes, there I was with all these clubs. I'm <laughs> not with these clubs. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, got the call that we're being shut down. Okay. And uh, my first reaction was, um, you know, this is before anyone that I had met or heard or had dealt with anything from coronavirus, right? I mean, three weeks later, now I'm watching businesses in the UK watch it un- unravel. Um, so this is before Italy had any issues, Spain had any issues, Europe, you know, wasn't even on the radar. Um, so, you know, how do you react to it? It's all, it was all completely new. Um, so what we did is we, we, we managed to quickly, we were, we were in about 40 schools, 40 evening clubs and schools. Um, schools got shut down. We couldn't, we couldn't be hosted there anymore. So we quickly uh, managed to relaunch in one day 35 clubs in evening locations. So the team were rapid to do that. Um, so they quickly managed it. But of course, it, it had a shelf life because the situation was getting more and more serious. They weren't just stopping children um, meeting in schools. It was, it was now stopping children from meeting full stop. Um, but this was the early stages before they announced that. So about a week or so later, um, you know, any sort of groups, group meetings were over. And so, so we kind of did two, two major things to, to deal with it very, very quickly. Um, the first thing, obviously making the, the changes, of course, into the new, new locations. But the first thing was to, to switch to create a new product, which we called the Home Dojo. And the Home Dojo was essentially a more of a, a kind of high ticket item. It was private education in your own home. Um, focusing around developing your child's character over 45-minute sessions and um, using martial arts as a vehicle to do that. Um, and rather than looking for new customers, we were focusing on our current members, you know, who are our, our you know, biggest fans who would benefit the most from this and we're, we're in a position to, to book us for that. Um, so that's what we quickly did. 
you've got to bear in mind, you know, we're in a position where um, all of our revenue is coming from the clubs. And when that stopped, it literally turned the tap off all of our revenue. Bear in mind, we've got about £25,000 a month in costs going out every single month. So we've got to, you know, within 24 hours, find a way to, to cover the costs and make the money to, you know, to make this all work. And um, I guess so- you didn't have a buffer. Um, not, 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 not a huge one. Not in, not, not really, not at that stage. Um, but we, we soon created one and this is what I think a lot of people aren't doing. Um, we had a, we had, um, enough, enough for about three months of our current costs. Um, but you know, when you add in living expenses that would, you know, dwindle down to two months and it was, it was shaky ground. What would happen next? You know, you, you know, very, very difficult. So the focus for me was, um, first of all, um, creating a bigger buffer. There's two ways you can do that, of course. You can cut costs massively, which is what we did. And then, of course, you can um, you know, generate lots of revenue with a high-ticket item. So my focus immediately was to cut costs. We cut about 60 70% of our costs. And then you know, selling this, this, this sort of, kind of home dojo package um, generated a decent amount of revenue for us. Um, so our buffer then extended to about six months. Um, the next thing we had to look at was what's the long-term solution here. So we created WarriorNet uh, 2.0. So WarriorNet, the original WarriorNet, um, was a very basic instructional video package that all of our members could access. Um, basically, me with a handy cam um, on a tripod, talking through what every technique is from whiteboard, about 15 minutes per belt. WarriorNet 2.0, which we developed over one week, um, was essentially you know, nine hours of footage per belt. It would take someone four to four to five years to do, to go through all of the content for one hour a week of their training with us. Um, it's three television, st- you know, cameras. It's a team of editors and, and, um, you know, cameramen. And we, we had a partner with a local production house to do it. We had, we had both these products out within a week. Um, which wow. is really, really, yeah, I know. So, yeah, we, we surprised ourselves that we, that we could turn around something that quickly. But, you know, when, when you've got a, a very passionate team and everyone's on board and you really have no other choice, right. you'd be amazed what you can come up with, right? And how creative you can be. And, and Five um, years yeah. of content within one week. That's pretty yeah. outstanding. I mean, that yeah. must kind of go back. That must be able to go into the Guinness Book of Records or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should apply. <laughs> 60 hours of footage. So pretty, pretty heavy, you know, and, and of course, then we broke that down into 20 minute classes. And then of course that goes down into, we've got quizzes going on board as well. And so there's an online forum for children to, uh, to socialize and, and so many, you know, important things that, that are becoming even more important as we self isolate. So how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I do. This is this is the interesting thing, you know. So the way I kind of approach this mentally is a lot of people would have the approach, ah, oh, it could be worse, you know, oh, you know, it's not the end of the world, you know. At least you've got the the at least you've got all the things you need around you. You're, you're not in want for anything. You've got food and shelter and yada yada yada. But that's, that doesn't really that doesn't really console someone who's losing a decade's worth of business. You know, I'd, I'd probably say over the next six months we've lost about five hundred thousand pounds right from this. Um, and a lot of that we've built up over 10 years, you know, to get to be in that position. Um, so every plan we had was just out the window. So for us, you know, 
when you, when, you, when you say that to someone, oh, you know, you've, already, you've got everything you need, it's not really enough. But I've got a process which I've been using for, for a few years, which has helped me through some pretty difficult times, um, where I, I literally sit down and plan backwards from Armageddon to where, you know, to what could go right. So I will, I will sit at a table with a pen and paper and I will plan for the, literally the worst case scenario. And I'm not, I'm not talking Disneyland. I'm talking Armageddon style worst case scenario, right? You know, what can we do from there? Once I've got a plan in place that I'm, I'm completely happy with and I'm like, okay, if that happens, monkey brain, reptile brain out the window, I've got this covered. No probs, right? Then I can work backwards the next phase, the next phase, the next phase until you get a bit more realistic. Of course, we're on like phase three right now <laughs> where we're going to be shut down for seven months. So our, um, you know, we were, we were pretty, we, we, we sort of accelerated through these phases quite quickly, but having that contingency plan in place, I don't see a lot of people doing. A lot of people are sort of burying their head in the sand and in denial and this will, this will all blow over soon. And, oh, you know, we, the, the countries will bounce back. It's just not my opinion. I think, I think the way that everything is, is moving so quickly, we're not, you know, going back to how we were anytime soon. And I think the way that the businesses are run, what you, what people need to be doing is, is using this time to reinvent and, and to pour themselves and their energy and their creativity and their team and their hours and, and their time and passion into, you know, a new age business. And a new age business for us is delivering online a lot of the, a lot of the stuff we used to do and connecting with people without meeting up in person. And I think, um, I think if you're able to leverage that and to do that, you're going to stand a much better, you know, much better chance of getting through this all. Yeah. Um, what if, because I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people take advantage of this today, you know, saying, oh, I can get your business online. Oh, I can get your business online. Oh, I can get your business online. I guess there is a real, there's a, there's almost like, well, that you, what other choice do you kind of have? Um, but also at the same time, what's your take on that in terms of delivering something that is of value and that won't kind of oversaturate the market? Because if everybody's going online, Right. I was um, watching a, a personal trainer that I know, um, and he was he was doing some online stuff, and um, he was doing a live class. And I sat down next to my wife, and we were watching it. And I said, "How nice is it that that we know who this person is, and that he's watching us, or watching you know whoever's doing the exercise, and he's he's communicating back." And you've almost got this element of accountability and element of familiarity and a sense of belonging. And because you've got those three things. You've got, it's, it almost seems more powerful than getting it for free online somewhere. Do you see what I mean? So I, so I really, I really don't believe that just by putting yourself online, you are going to be in competition with anyone else online. Um, because you know, your customers are, are, if they're loyal enough, they're coming for you. You know, it's not the same as YouTubing someone and getting it for free. It's just not the same. So for me, it's, it's not a case of, I want to have more members. You know, we've, we've got plenty of members. What I want to do is, is to focus all of my energy, all of my time, all of my passion on working with the members who are closest to our values, who, you know, are, are leaning into our warrior family community more than any other member and kind of really embody those values. And, you know, who, who do I want to go on this journey with? And who do, I, who do I want to invest in the most? And I think, you know, if you, if you, can, if you can almost trim your audience down to the real key people that you're going to help, your message just becomes way more powerful, you know, and, and it's a case of, 
it's a case of, you know, you're, you're not saying here's, here's everything I've got. Anyone can access it. Cause of course, you know, you both know what Daniel Priest says about this. He, he mentions that if you do that, your price is going to shoot down. It's just economics, right? Completely agree. And, um, but if you, if you limit the number of spaces you've got and then you over deliver, I think you're in, you're, you're entering a whole new business. So I'll give you an example in, you know, Dubai is very different. People pay upfront for a term and then they, and then they do the classes, right? So for us, when this kicked off, this was meant to be the moment that all of our members, it was, it was that day that all of the members were going to pay for the next four months. So bear in mind, we come to the end of the four month period, all the expenses are gone and now we're expecting it, you know, we're expecting our costs to continue, which they are and they have. And we're expecting this four months of payments to come in. It just didn't come. No one paid anything, just stopped. Um, or very few did. Only about 180 out of the three, 400 did or whatever. So it was a bit of a shock for us. So the UK, totally different. You know, UK, we've got members who pay monthly. Um, they have done for some of them up to 10 years. Um, you know, when we first started this, they've got teenage black belts who are, who are, who are learning to be instructors with us. You know, these are, these, this is, we, we are a part of their family. You know, we've guided their children through bullying, through, um, you know, adolescence, through changing schools, through major transitions, which, which can make or break a child's character. So, you know, what we're doing is, is fundamental and it's, it's part of their family. Um, but from a business perspective, if you look at our offering, so my biggest thing in the UK was a Hearts and Minds campaign. We, we made a video for it. We, we, we got everyone on board with hashtag warrior family and hashtag in this together and, and really spoke about our values a lot. Um, while other businesses were giving everything away for free and freezing memberships and, and seeing how they could, you know, because they didn't see any value in their own online stuff, nor did their customers, because they didn't see the value themselves as an organization and what they could deliver online, nor did their customers. Whereas for us, our approach is we are expecting about 20% to quit within the next, within the first two months because it's such a radical change. But we are going to create a membership which is even more valuable now than what there was before. So for instance, just to break this down so it's really obvious, our members are paying 40 quid a month and they were getting one class a week. Um, now they're paying 40 quid a month they're getting 25 classes, live classes a week. They're getting access to nine hours of, um, of footage through WarriorNet 2.0, um, as well as quizzes and lots sort of interactive stuff. There's a huge element of accountability because we can watch them progress. And then we invite them to private gradings once we've seen they've done the work online. So we then analyze them and assess them online. As well as that, they get an online forum, right? So they get all this online stuff. And this, this package just for me is like, wow, you know, this is, this is worth more than 40 quid a month. But from a business perspective, our costs are shot down by about 80%. You know, we don't need to drive everywhere to deliver classes. We don't need to advertise online. We don't need to hire a huge team to manage it all. We don't need to, um, to hire, you know, spend thousands of pounds a week on, on hiring halls and dojos. You know, suddenly all of our costs have gone down. We've switched our membership for something even more powerful. And the 20% who leave are people who, you know, are probably going through such a tough time themselves. We've had so many parents who've lost their jobs that it's, 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 it's not possible for them to continue financially. Um, but people really are behind our message. And one of the things I keep saying is, you know, a lot, a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, I can't come to martial arts class anymore. Um, what's the point in the membership? And I'm like, well, look at what we actually do. And our whole campaign was around same values, same purpose, 
different delivery, right? Our goal is to transform children's lives by developing their character and setting them up for a happy and successful life as an adult. If you imagine these families are now stuck at home, self-isolating. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck at home self-isolating because my wife's giving birth in a month, you know? So if you imagine us doing that, I've got three months of this. So after one week, you trap me in a home and I'm already feeling cabin fever, right? But you imagine, you imagine families going through this with lots of children. There's a huge element of mental health at risk here. And for me, it's like, it's something, you know, a switch just went off in my mind. This has got to be our main focus. We literally have to help these children get through this because they're watching parents lose their jobs. The kids can't socialize in school anymore. They're watching mum and dad scared. They're watching mum and dad get nervous anytime the kids or them or the neighbors cough. There's almost this distrust going on. How can we rein this all in, give a huge sense of community and family and belonging, but also leverage this time as an opportunity to grow. And then, you know, if we, if we utilize everything we're doing and then we take this huge angle on mental health, our work suddenly becomes more important than it's ever been. And so for that reason, it, it's very, very clear to me that our offering is brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Um, I've noticed it too. You know, I, as well, what episode are we on now? I think this would be 104. Um, but my work's always been about mental well-being and emotional well-being, especially for mums. So it seems that right now the value, you know, I've been offering webinars and coaching services for years, um, but the value has just suddenly shot up because it's so intense um and a lot of mums are at home with a lot of anxiety and um not knowing how they're going to get through or cope or and so interestingly enough all of those mums that didn't have the time before because they're the ones that probably were rushing around doing x y and z and now stuck at home with their kids also uh now do have the time so that element of, of not having time now is, is very much, well, I actually don't have that excuse necessarily anymore, right? I've got to juggle children and that, but I'm at home. So what else am I going to do? <laughs> so it's very, very true. Um, this is a massive, hugely time in terms of mental and, and emotional well-being and, and for us to look after ourselves more than, more than ever. The outcome of all of this, the results that you're now seeing, um, you know, where is it taking you? Where's it taking me? I mean, this is such early days. We're three weeks in, you know, so we're in, we're in reaction and stepping, you know, stepping into a new kind of mindset mode still. Um, for us personally, I mean, I, I, a lot of people are, are thinking this things will go back to normal. We're not. We're planning for things to keep on changing. We're planning for a really bumpy six to 12 months um, and uniting a community of families around our mission. Um, and delivering a lot of that online. I think that's what we need to do, which again means not getting more people. It means, it means being more consistent and helping current members. You know, I mean, one of the things, the biggest thing we're doing right now is we're phoning up every single member um, and having a, an uninterrupted, non-rushed 30 to 60 minute chat. You know, we call it an e-coffee. We're just phoning every single person up and um, asking if it's a good time. We tell them via email, when you hear us phoning, sit down, grab a cup of coffee, because it might be a long one. Just, just to say that we're, we're here for them for whatever it is. You know, we've had parents on the, in tears on the phone. Um, these are our people. You know, we care so much about them. It's, it's a case of we are phoning them up to see how we can help them. Um, and do you know why? We've got the time to do it. And because we generally care, you know, these are our members that we want to look after. And I mean, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I think you're solidifying your, your community around a certain cause when you do that. 
but you're also getting insights into exactly what's going on in different people's lives, which then reshapes your message. It reshapes how you approach the challenge and how you solve the problem. You know, I mean, one of the, one of the things we thought prior to this was um, there's not going to be enough for kids to do at home, you know, when they're stuck at home. That's completely wrong. We've learned in the last three days that in Dubai, kids now have too much to do at home because the, the homeschooling is so full on, it's too much. So what they need to do is they need to use 20-minute martial arts classes to break it all up, right? That's an amazing way for them to do it. So we, so we reduce our class sizes, make them more impactful. We do things like a daily habit routine with the children in the morning, which prepares them for academic studies during the day. And um, we try and get the parents involved. We, we try and try and bring the family together. And I think, um, I think it, it's interesting as you go, you start to spot challenges and problems with your initial offering. Um, and it's a, it's a trial and error process. So wherever I think I'm going to be in six months, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be somewhere else. The people who survive this are adaptable. You know, it's, it's, they're resourceful. They're not scared of change. They're happy to take risks and, and ultimately, you know, they're, they're, they're being steered by a compass which is aligned with their values, which brings them back to their values. And, and I mean, one of the things we always say to our students is, is you know, rely on the tenets of Taekwondo. If you look at martial arts, every martial art has a kind of moral code. Um, and we, we're asking our parents and our students to, you know, to be guided by this moral code, you know, indomitable spirit, perseverance, self-control. I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear me? Yes. Sorry, I said connection unstable. Um, yeah, uh, perseverance, self-control, indomitable spirit, um, all these different things which, which ultimately guide our members. And I think, you know, if you're, if you're adaptable, you're happy to change and you, you, you've got the courage to do it um, and you're guided by strong values, I think, I think you've got, you stand a great chance to, to make a huge success out of this as an opportunity rather than a sentence. So what would you, I mean, what would you say to those that are crapping it and are kind of going, oh my God, my business, my business, what am I going to do? Um, the first thing I, I, I do, if, if that, I, I, I was speaking to someone like that, as I sit down with them and I'd say, let's assume your business has completely fooled. There's, there's you know, you, you, you can't run your business anymore. That's it. It's gone. Boom. No income for the next 12 months. Um, let's now work backwards. Um, let's look at your family. Are family members ill? Yes, they are. Okay, cool. What impact does that have? Let's look at this at the very, very worst case scenario and then literally make a plan which they feel comfortable with. Once they've left the table feeling comfortable with that plan, they're going to be in a far better position to think visionary and start coming up with more creative ideas to help them through it. Because ultimately, if, you know, if, they, if, if they're trying to think of something creative, but they haven't accepted the worst, the worst case possible scenario, then they're going to be distracted by it. But if you can get them to accept what could happen and then plan around it, cool, you know, stick, that, stick that on in the, in the drawer. We'll come back to that later. We've got a plan for it when it happens. And now I can focus on, on really being creative. Um, the animal brain is, is a way focusing on the visionary. I can be creative. I can come up with ideas and I can think practically. And from a business perspective, you can now think about having a high ticket item, which will generate you a cash buffer, reducing your cost by 80%. You know, looking at your team and saying to your team, we're not going back to the old ways. We are pioneering a new path and we're not afraid to do it. I need a team right now who are happy to work 50%, work six days a week and do that for the next eight months. Who's with me? Who wants to do this? And let's go out there and kill it. You know, if you can do a, if you can get your team together and you can have a speech like that, you're going to have four out of five leave the table 
you'll have one who's in it to the end. And that's the one you take forward. We've done that in both countries. Um, and ultimately, you know, everyone's got their own situation. You know, you can have a, someone with a, with a big family, um, you know, it's, it's unstable already. They can't work extra days a week. It's not possible. They can't work for less money. It's not possible. But ultimately, you as a business owner need, you need to know, you need to cut costs and change your team to develop this whole new business, right? And if you don't do that, um, your business won't survive. So, it's, so it's, about, it's about making sure you've got the right people around you, making bold decisions, generating a cash buffer ASAP, which means high ticket item and reducing costs. Good. Three to six month cash buffer, very, very achievable to get for most businesses. Um, thinking creatively and boldly enough, right? And then start thinking long-term, generating a recurring revenue online. Um, that, could be, that could be anything from you know, coaching online to, um, to a course, uh, generating a course, whatever it is, right? But it's got to be a really bespoke course. Someone I'm mentoring right now, she's a dance coach. Um, and well, I'm not mentoring her, she's a friend of mine, but we're, you know, we're having a lot of these discussions. And um, she's like, what do I do? And um, my suggestion to her was, well, you've got 300 people who are interested in what you're, what you're offering. Now, if you said to them, look, I'm looking for 25 families who are, who, or you know, young girls who, who, that she teaches that she can work with to guide them through the next six months, it's going to cost um, 100 quid a month and she's going to work with them one-on-one. Amazing, right? Think about that. She's now got this, this ability where she's got an income coming in of two and a half grand, which covers her living expenses straight away. She's got 25 people she can genuinely help pour, pour all of her energy and time into helping. That's not just online classes, but it's also online mentoring. Um, and suddenly she's, you know, she's, she's taken herself out of the red. You know what I mean? And she's now doing that. And it's not, it's not hard to achieve if you just think slightly outside of the box. Hmm. That's um, that's really. I mean, I, what I'm here really hearing is the simplicity of it. It doesn't actually have to be that complicated. And um, I love how much clarity you have around this because I think in times of uncertainty, it's very easy for us to get, you know, uh, bogged down in the detail and, as you said, get get into you know monkey and lizard brain, you know, just in the place of survival. Um, but something you said that really struck me was um, real-time uh, feedback. So where you are today isn't necessarily, and where you think you're going isn't necessarily where you're going to end up. And um, I love that. And I think that there's something in, in that that we can all take away from this episode because I've seen from my own experience that if you actually do something new in the market, you do something, you'll get feedback. <laughs> you'll inevitably get feedback. Um, and then it's almost like from that feedback, you then take action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we don't know what the feedback's going to be. So how the hell are we going to know what the next step is? So it's real like in the unknown, like where we are right now, it, it is baby steps. It literally is take one step. What's the feedback? Another huge mistake people, I, I think people make is, you know, when they're doing, they're going through this process, they sit at home, they plan the perfect product, they send it out there. No one's interested, you know? So for me, the, my approach is I'm creating the first draft of these products. Yes, we may have made a bunch of sales from them, but it's not the end draft. You know, I'm expecting to make four or five different drafts over the next six months of these, you know? And I think um, one of the... Um, one of the main things is, you know, you've got 
you've got to kind of sell the course or the product first before you finish buffering it and making it and perfecting it. Because if you spend all of your time trying to perfect this, this you know, online new product or course, whatever it is you're offering, you spend all your time trying to perfect that. And then what happens is if it doesn't work, you, you know, you've lost all that time, that, that investment, that money, that time, whatever the advertising costs were. So my approach is this, you know, my approach is from a very, from a very um, basic point of view, you make a one minute pitch of what you want to sell or your concept. And um, so you have this one minute pitch that goes out there that's inspiring, that speaks about the problems you're going to solve. It's under 60 seconds. It leads to a landing page, which explains the product and you pre-subscribe and you get about 50 people signing up in the first week. That is what you do. And then in that first week behind the scenes, you're making it all. You're making the product, the service. Okay. So that on D-Day, when you actually finish making your service, you got 50 paying customers straight away. And that's, that's a mistake a lot of people make, you know? <laughs> I think, I think we all need Sebastian in our heads. <laughs> yeah, that's so similar in my head, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you guys could just go ahead and do that, that'd be great. And then we'll all get through this recession together. Yeah, right. So just go and do it. So everybody just go and do that. Just do what he says. Just go and do that. I mean, there's, there's an element of truth there. I mean, you know, if, 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 people, if people got, you know, didn't get so hung up on trying to perfect what they're putting out there, you know, it would it would accelerate this first draft, second draft, third draft, fourth draft process. You know, we've replaced our business in, in two weeks with two products because we just put it out there. We yeah. wondered what people would say. We phoned them up, connected with people, sold it, and then created it. You know, and, and it's and, it, and it, it should be that simple. You know, we all know our businesses inside out, and I think if you just if you just you know. Had the, had the the courage just to put something out there first, keep it simple, and um, then throw your resources into what actually works and what you what what you can see works, and you don't know if it's going to work until people actually buy it. Totally. So I love. I mean, it's just really practical, common sense advice. Really, when you look at it from that perspective, um, mm. and what I found is is that when we sit in our common sense, we do things that make sense. And, but all too often we get into the panic, we get into the, um, the worry, we go into the future of the doom and gloom, and we don't really see that actually um, where the power actually is, is sitting in that common sense that we all actually have. So, of course, it makes sense for us not to create a product and perfect it until we actually know that somebody actually wants to buy it. I mean, people can't think in common sense when they're scared, right? I mean, no, they can't. You've got to have a process which turns off that fear. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've done a lot of extreme sports, wingsuit-based jumping around the world, professional fighting, all these different things, which, which, you know, you've got to have a grasp of fear to do that, right? You've got to be able to experience fear, but be able to switch it off. And it's no different to business. Um, some people are, are better at coping with fear. They've been, you know, they've, they've been conditioned to fear through different things in their life. So they're able to, to notice it and, and, you know, move forward anyway. But really by, by using that simple process I use of planning the worst case and stepping back and then doing it bit by bit, you're able to make these more creative, bold decisions now rapidly. Um, because you're not being held back. You know, it's as simple as that. So I was doing this podcast earlier today um, with someone who, who it's, it's a business podcast and he was, he's asking me, where do you, where do you see a business in a year, three years, five years because of all this? 
And 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 quite frankly, I, you know, my opinion is, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm quite excited by the concept that I don't know. You know, right right now, I've got an idea of what I'd like to do, but it just won't be the case, like we've said. You know, you and I, and I don't have any guilt with that. I'm quite happy with it. Some people hate the unknown, but we're all about to experience it. So get on board, you know? <laughs> well, interestingly enough, I think we're constantly in it, uh, but we've made up this idea that somehow we're not. And the unknown is actually, because we don't know what we're going to think next. No. So I don't know. For me personally, like um, even when, you know, things were just ticking along, there are moments in my life where I've gone, oh, my God, and it's just taken me on a completely different direction, like this podcast. Mm. I didn't know I was going to create this, you know, yeah. a few months beforehand. Yeah. Um, the book I wrote, I didn't know I was going to write that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know I was going to have this conversation with you today. Yeah. You know, I didn't even really know you until yeah. until you started to step up and so forth and so on. So I, I'm, 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 I'm so in awe of... of, of of that, it's almost real-time response that we have as human beings to mm. be able to respond in real time. And actually, that is how, like, how, how we function the best, I would say. Mm. And what I'm really hearing from this conversation is, is your response in real time. And you know, taking one step and then getting the response in real time and actually tweaking it accordingly. And then doing so again, which I guess is very much like martial arts, surely. Is You imagine doing martial arts, you've got to react very, very quickly, right? When, when, you, when you're dealing with something, so, you know, or extreme sports, like I said, you're, you're dealing with rapid changes of things changing around you, which you've got to quickly respond to. And, and some people have done a lot of that stuff, so they're more conditioned to it, right? Um, but I see, a, I see a lot of crossover with business, especially like this. And I think there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing like a, a crisis for transparency. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's with the friends around you, your family, communities, even government, you know, to, to leadership. Nothing gives transparency like a crisis. And, and I, I, I just love to see more leaders of businesses and communities because you don't realize when you're running a business sometimes that you are a leader of a community. And I'd like to see more, you know, leaders of communities have a calmer, more considered, poised approach to step up and to realize that it's, it's not just about them and their economic situation, but they've got, they've got a duty of care to, to manage this difficult transition for their people. Yeah, I really resonate with that. And, I, and, and that's why I wanted to create these conversations through the podcast, was at least to then um, you know, have these conversations that I thought would be really, really worthwhile for the listeners to, to hear. So thank you for, for coming on today and being part of that conversation. Sebastian, it's been really wonderful. It's been great speaking to you. Yeah, you too. So if somebody on the call, um, on the episode, uh, really wants to sort of know more about what you guys are up to and, and thought, oh, yeah, I'd love my kid to be part of this, how can they do that? Um, so what they can do is they can email us. If they're in the UK, they can email us, contact at warrioracademy.co.uk. Um, if they're in Dubai, it's just .ae. Um, or you can just go, to, just go to Facebook and type in The Warrior Academy um, and you'll see lots of our stuff and get in touch. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been delightful to have you on. And for those of you that have been um, listening in today, go and do what he says on all accounts. 
<laughs> and until the next time, bye for now. And there we have it, another beautiful episode of The Joy of Being. Now, if you got something from this and you know somebody that could really, really do with a boost of positivity and joy, then please do share the episode with them. It's amazing the ripple effect that these episodes can have on others. Failing that, if you'd like to join a different conversation around what's going on in, in these uncertain times, then please do join the Facebook group, The Breathing Space for Hardworking Mummers. You can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash The Breathing Space for Mums in Business. 